0: It's time. Time to lock it in. Week 12 is here. Just two of us uh, for this start-sit episode. It is Lee and myself. Lee, welcome to the podcast. What's shaking, my man? How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm not too bad. Just got, got done a few exams and I'm uh, hanging out for the rest of the week. Really? What, what exams were you? Uh, just everything's pretty much done now or how's that rolling for you?
1: No, it's actually, so it's the calm before the actual storm, because uh, we've got Thanksgiving weekend, and week, I guess, and then right after I come back, it's exam, paper, exam, paper, boom, 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 finals, until mid-December.
0: Whoa, 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 yeah, it's literally, I literally, but I mean, it's uh, all, all for good reasoning, that's awesome, that's exciting, man, it's, uh... It's, uh, it's going to, obviously, that's why you're doing it. Pays pays some uh, insanely awesome dividends for you in the near future. So good stuff, man. Thank you. Yeah. So this is a Creator Rank podcast. So welcome, everybody listening in. Uh, Lee and I have one objective. Um, it's the same objective every week. It's to give the best unbiased uh, opinion that we possibly can create to cover situations that happen with these uh Real life situations and games to help you win. So thank you for listening. You can follow Lee at Dynasty Dingo on the Twitter. You can follow me, your host Zach, at Techmozak. And uh, I know that Lee I post some articles, and myself, I always try to be as active as possible and start sit questions, especially Sunday morning, to further help and assist you with information and things that may come along. So let's get to cracking. Let's get straight to it, man. We got some good information that we got to get going. Coming off a of week eleven that was kind of funky, by the way. You had Josh Allen, the quarterback one, which I ain't hating. I love some. I love me some Josh Allen. But you know, Josh Allen, the QB one, Mahomes not even in the top fifteen. And you look at just the way some of the matchups happened, and we have a little bit of waiver wire craziness going on right now. So I'm going to touch on that now. Matt and I did not do a waiver and. Quite frankly, the reason why is I think two of the ads were just no-brainers. But the guy that I want to touch on is obviously the the elephant in the room is the two major, which one should I grab off waivers. For me, my pivot was if I was in a situation to get him, I wanted Bo Scarborough. Um, I personally did not want anything uh, with, with Jonathan Williams. No knock on his game. But I wanted to know what was happening with Jordan Wilkins. Um, I would rather have a guy that I feel might have more of a role, although we've been burned by the Lions already also. I just felt like maybe more of a goal line role for that flex appeal kind of suited more. So those have been the ads. Jordan Wilkins is in full today. For me, he's in so many leagues right now, like 0.5% owned, by the way. Um, I think that this is the guy that... I think they're both going to be fantasy relevant to some extent in a flex um, on tomorrow's game. Um, and I feel that Jordan's going to be the priority at next week. So I would like our listeners to go ahead and you don't have to start him, but go ahead and roster the guy because Mac could be out through the championship. It could be what week 15 or 16 when he returns week 14. Yeah. So the likelihood that you're going to, you you, you could be starting one of these running backs in the first round of the playoffs if you're lucky enough to get there. So why not make sure that he's rostered now so you're not having to bid on him? Um, I'll give the waiver floor to you in a second on that. Uh, tight end-wise, tight end is such a wasteland right now. Uh, Delaney Walker practiced today. Joku is coming back. Probably not going to play this week. I'm against at this point rostering two tight ends. I think... Once the playoffs start, when roster moves aren't allowed, if you get knocked out type thing, that's when you want to roster too. But uh, just keep an eye on those two guys. Delaney Walker is probably startable this week if he plays, obviously. And then uh, one that you mentioned to me, so I'm going your Thunder, Sterling Shepard. Looks like he's going to be a full go. So he it's a bad matchup, but that's definitely a guy you want on your rosters if he's available. And he's surprisingly available in a lot of leagues right now. So Lee, floor to you on waivers. Any players that pique your interest, guys that you want our listeners to pick up and, and watch and see what's happening for major upside for this playoff run?
1: Yeah, well, uh, you touched on a guy, Sterling Shepard, who I really like as a waiver wire pickup. And it's bizarre because the league that I got out of him in was our 14-team really deep redraft league. Super deep. You, you start, like super deep, like uh, when you start two running backs, two receivers, a tight end and four flexes or three flexes,
0: yeah.
1: And, yeah, so people have, like, really forgotten about him. And, you know, they've had to make some tough decisions during a lot of bye weeks. And I'm sure he's sitting there on the waiver wires in a couple of your leagues. So he's a guy, um, Shepard, who I think really uh, really could lead you to some championships, especially if Evan Ingram continues to be hurt. Um, another guy is Jonathan Williams, actually. So on the other side, I-, I love the Wilkins pickup. And I do think you should 100% grab him. If he's, um, under the, if he's still on your waiver wire. But if you were fortunate enough to get Jonathan Williams, he looks like he had some juice this past Sunday. He looks pretty good. And he was a guy, a few years at Buffalo, who was really impressing people in camp, ended up getting cut, went to the Saints, like kind of stayed on that practice squad, and now is getting another shot with the Colts. He was a fifth-round draft pick, so like relatively high-ish. And so I really do think he's a guy who can kind of burst onto the scene in a... Uh, in the absence of Marlon Mack, And then my third guy, I'm not sure if he's on your waiver wire, but he he may as well be because I just got him in one of my leagues, is no offense. Um, His target share has been steadily increasing ever since uh, the the start of the season, and especially with Brandon Allen. And he's starting to adjust to to life in the NFL, and he's been catching more of those balls. So I really think that Fant could be a guy who can lead you, especially in a really deprived tight end market. Like he's a guy who I definitely think could really help you in a playoff run.
0: Speaking of the tight end market, uh, we have a tight end who's kind of burst on the scenes in Seattle, Hollister, who is available in some leagues but pretty owned now, um, coming off the yeah. bye. Do you like Fant or him moving forward?
1: Um, oh, that's a really tough one. I think I like Fant, um, and I'll just base that. like I think the opportunity is similar um, while the Seahawks offense is better, and obviously the quarterback is better, um, I think that fans just way more talented, and I think that he keeps prog- he's been continuing to progress as an NFL player in general, and with the con- continued starting of Brandon Allen, I think he could keep being really good.
0: Okay, yeah, no, I would I would agree. I you know I'm in a real life situation just like that where I'm wondering. Which guy in PPR is better? I think they're both, both really good. Honestly, like I don't dislike either guy. You know, yeah. And yeah, they both look like they're locked in for nine points. It seems every week, is <laughs> exactly. kind of kind of the way that it's rolling right now. And, and that's if you can just get that in, in a standard four point five points and that nine point floor in a PPR out of a tight end, a touchdown might win you the week. So that's really what you're looking for. It's the Hawkinson getting one catch for six yards. That's what's killing you right now. Those are the guys who don't. Johnu Smith, one catch for two yards. Those are the guys that are just literally slaying. Um, speaking of Giants, uh, Darius Slayton, that's his first name, right, Darius, um, is a wide receiver who kind of bursts on the scene a little bit. Uh, he's tied for touchdowns with Scary Terry and Metcalf. I mean, he's producing big time for a rookie. Temper your expectations a bit. I know that we're in a situation right now where you might not have the roster space, but if you can hold this guy, hold this guy. Let's see how this all happens. Let's see what the targets are. Let's see what kind of offense they're running in uh, in New York because they're not a great team. They're going to be passing a lot. And if home dude is a big play threat like that, he certainly has flex appeal. So, just just keep that in mind. You don't want to throw what could be a championship piece away right now. Once again, I get it. With bye weeks and everything else, sometimes you got to make tough decisions. But I would hold. I don't think just because Shepard's coming back, he's an automatic drop right now. Uh, I think that he could still be very, very, very much uh, fantasy relevant. And I'd like to see it first before I make a reaction to that. So that's my oh. two cents on Slayton. So... Let's get into it, man. Week twelve is here. We got our first game tom- tomorrow, and it's gonna be a pretty fantasy relevant game. Um, you know, you got Marlon Mack owners, unfortunately. Hopefully they got a piece of the of the running back field here, otherwise they're really hurting. TY might be coming back. It's Indianapolis going into Houston, who just got straight up curb stopped, American oh. history X style by the Ravens. Um, yes, sir. Ran all over, which is another reason why I like Jordan Wilkins. And um, I like Williams as well. In a short week, you hit the nail on the head with Williams. He was one of the cuff darlings to Shady McCoy about four years ago, and yeah. um, man, he he like I remember Shady McCoy missed a week and he scored like twenty five points. So he certainly in small bursts can get it done, and maybe can get it done permanently. We don't know. That's what makes this game so awesome. I have no idea how many snaps he's going to get Thursday. No clue. He could get one. He could get thirty. He could get fifteen. I have no clue. And yeah. you're, you know, we gamble and see what happens. So, let's start with you in this matchup. Who do you like? Who are you starting and sitting in this matchup?
1: Yeah. So I like if Ty is back this week, and they didn't practice today. But in the um, the what's it called the um, the practice report, like they still have to put out a injury report for practices and. It said he would have been a full participant, so it does actually look like he's going to go, or there's a chance that he goes at least. So I think I'd start Ty. I mean that Houston defense has been horrible. He really is the heart and soul of that, of that uh, Indianapolis pass offense, and I think that I think that they, they this is a must win game. It's a divisional game, and, and they really need him. So I'm going to start him in the league if I, if I can.
0: And and to, to piggyback that is on Ty, he's not going to be a decoy period, at this point. He, if he can play, he, I would put him in and be okay with it.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. And as uh, sitting, who are we sitting on this week?
1: Yeah, my sit will, will be Hyde. Um, he had a nice touchdown run this week. He actually hasn't looked that bad, despite my love for Duke Johnson. And, the, But the problem is that it's a really good Indianapolis run defense, and I just don't think, and he only played about 30-something percent of snaps last week. So I think you have to temper your expectations for Hyde, and I would definitely look elsewhere to start someone else.
0: Absolutely. And that is my sit as well. Spoiler alert. I am <laughs> also not going to start him either. So um, I just, man, I, I just, I'm not a Hyde guy. And that Colts D is good. Now, the one saving grace is if you're in bye week heck and you don't have a choice, you can feel somewhat okay with the fact that traditionally Thursday night football benefits running backs a little bit. Um, You have defenses that are a little bit worn down, they don't have a full week to recover. So a situation like that might benefit a Hyde, but I still don't like and would like to look elsewhere myself. Uh, My start is going to be Jordan Wilkins. And the reason why is I know that if you put Fab or had a number one waiver priority and you went Williams, you're starting him absolutely, as you should. I'm here to tell you that Wilkins is a good flex start as well. Um, you saw how the Ravens just got ran all over Houston, and then you see how the Colts had two running backs go over a hundred last week, and Hines got his two. All three were relevant, and I would imagine a lot of that and some play action to Ty. I'm, it, in my opinion, I think that Wilkins is a good flex, so I would I would fire him up, especially in bye week need and injury need with everything that's going on. So. That's my uh, two thoughts on that game as well. So Thursday night football in the books. I think Houston's going to win that game. By the way, for some reason. So, yeah,
1: I mean Deshaun Watson. I mean he had a horrible game against the Ravens. I I, I can't imagine he'll have a horrible game again.
0: I well, if they lose this game, after getting their butts beat like that, they might. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Bill O'Brien's out. <laughs> Like maybe yeah. not this year, but it, that's like the writings on the wall to be, to be done. You know, like I think that.
1: you're right. Yeah, I think you're
0: definitely right. So we'll see. We'll see. So on to uh, this is probably the fantasy game of the week. Uh, one of the nude games. It's Tampa Bay visiting Atlanta. Uh, boy, Atlanta's playing some good football right now. By the way, um, that's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, their their defense has become a burner, man. Wow, Chris Chris called it last week, didn't he? Yes, he did. So and, and, uh, and I think every defense is a good play versus Tampa. So, regardless of the situation, because boy Winston sure does. His mom James. taught him. His mom taught him to share, and uh, he's he he does exactly that. <laughs> so who are, who are you starting and who are you sitting in this one?
1: Yeah, so um, there's obviously there's a ton of great starts. So just to be a little contrarian, I think you still can start Brian Hill. I think he really disappointed you last week because you thought like, oh my God, this guy's like an RB one for me, and he put out a dud. But I think that while the Bucs are really good against the run, I I do think that the way Devonte Freeman was getting his action was through the passing game, and I, I do see this as a kind of get that kind of game for Brian Hill. So I, I can easily see around the possibility where he gets five to eight catches, and. Um, my sit will be Cameron Bray. I don't know if you saw his stat line last week, but he had ten catches on fourteen targets, so that was pretty crazy. But the most the catches he had in any game outside of that have been three. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that's probably an anomaly, and especially the way the Falcons' defense has been playing, uh, I cannot anticipate anyone getting ten catches. So I'll sit him.
0: Yeah, I agree, and. We don't want those targets going to Bright. We want them going to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin is is what we want. Uh, Not not that. So for me, our start is the same. Um, I also like Hill this week. I know that sometimes we as fantasy owners overreact. And what we always have to remember is that regardless of matchup, opportunity is king. So Hill did have a stinker. He did get a touchdown called back. He did fall into the end zone, and there was a, a holding penalty which moved them back. Otherwise, his fantasy day is somewhat salvageable, and he had 60% of the carries. So I still think he's a good start, unless you have better options, obviously. Like, I wouldn't start him over. I think I would be more intrigued by the Colts running back situation than him of just a tad. Not a, not a whole bunch, but just a tad. But I, I like I like Hill. They do pass to the running back there they are going to use a committee, but if he's getting 60% of the share, that's, that's, that's giving you enough to be an RB too. So I I think that you can start him even in a bad matchup because I think that, I think the volume's there. That's what, that's what we need right now. And my sit is going to be Ronald Jones. Just dang it, man. This is exactly the opposite situation, right? We finally think it's starting to, to, to figure out, we, we think it's happening and then they run for 14 yards as a team. So, I don't know what to think. Peyton Barber starting to play well again. It's just they still, on passing downs, have, have Dare in there. It's just the, the volume's not there for him, so I'm looking elsewhere personally. I don't know how you feel about, about Ronald Jones, but that's, that's.
1: No, no, I 100% agree with you.
0: I would look elsewhere. I would start Hill over Jones for sure. Up next is a game where I actually am looking forward to this one on Red Zone quite a bit, actually. My Cowboys don't play until 3 o'clock, so I'll be able to watch Red Zone for the first three hours. We've got Denver going to Buffalo. Denver's playing some good football, man. They, they really yeah. are. Like, Brandon Allen, it's not great, but he's impressive. And Cortland Sutton is freaking quarterback-proof, man.
1: He's legit. Cortland Sutton is an actual legit top, I don't know, 20 or 15.
0: He is. So, who are we starting and sitting? Denver visiting Buffalo.
1: Um. So I would say, you know, the the Broncos' defenses look good. They they got torched by Kirk Cousins this week. Um, and kind of for that reason, kind of for just I think John Brown is a must start now, and I want to like keep proclaiming it. I going to
0: start John Brown. He's. I dig it. I dig it. Top yes. Five in
1: air yards. Yes. I
0: think getting in the season and. He's also up there in targets,
1: target share. So, John Brown is matchup proof. John Brown is startable every week. That is what I'll say. I'll start him this week. Lock him in. And uh, I will sit Devin Singletary because on the other side of the coin, um, Dalvin Cook did not have a great game on the ground against the Broncos. Uh, he was decent. He had a scoring touchdown, which kind of salvaged his day, and he was he you know he had a few receptions on screen passes and then they let like they like to get him involved, but he did, you know, the Broncos run defense looked really good. So I think that it's not going to be a great game for Singletary or Gore.
0: Absolutely. No, I, I like it, man. My start is going to be Josh Allen. Um, I know that it's the Denver defense and I think Josh Allen's arrived. He is, you know, a poor man's Lamar Jackson, so to speak. The the floor is there. He's scoring 20 points every single week. And I think it's going to continue to get done. I like John Brown, and for the reason of, I think homeboy is going to scramble around and get a bunch of rushing yards this week in spite of their good defense. And it's going to let John Brown get open for one deep, so I'm digging it for sure. And my oh, yeah. sit um, is actually Fant this week, and not because I don't like him. I like him moving forward, and I think I agree with you. I'd rather have Fant rest of the season uh, for the playoff push and for the playoffs over Hollister. But Buffalo is number one versus the tight end. They are the best defense against the tight end in fantasy. So the targets are there, in PPR, I dig it, in standard not so much. But just temper your expectations. If you were smiling this morning when you opened your waiver wire gifts and saw that you got Fant, it might be a rough week for you. The Buffalo Bro. defense is legit against the tight end. So up next, we have New York coming off a of bye, Who knows what we're about to see from Saquon Barkley because it's been ugly the last two weeks. Uh, Going to Chicago, Mitch Trubisky practiced in full today, by the way. So tell me your thoughts on this game. Who are we starting and who are we sitting?
1: Oh, I think we're starting Sterling Shepard if Evan Ingram doesn't play and if he plays. Just because I think he will occupy that role and kind of sit in the slot. And uh, while Golden Tate has been really good, I, they definitely need, and so, so is Slayton for the most part. They definitely need some life infused into that offense, and I think Shepard could be that guy. And then, um, but however, despite me liking uh, Shepard, I'll still sit Daniel Jones, just because I still think he's showing shades of being a rookie. And while he's definitely the, the better better alternative to Eli, I still don't think he's there yet. And he has he hasn't really been there. No, he had one he, Did he have a good week before the buy right?
0: He did, and then he had a really bad week the week before. He's Jameis Winston incarnate. <laughs> like he is, he yeah, is Jameis. Yeah. yeah, it's like he has these amazing stretches about to come up, and I'd rather have his weapons than him.
1: Yeah, like against against the Jets, like you're you're expected to have a good game, right? But uh, this Chicago defense, you're not, and I don't think you will.
0: No, for sure, absolutely. You know, I, I feel it, man. <laughs> um, and then who are you? Who'd you say you're sitting? So
1: he, I'm starting. I'm sitting
0: Jones, starting Shepherd. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. Uh, for me, I also like one of the Giants' wide receivers. I like Tate. Um, I, what beats the Bears are the. It seems to be these like curl routes, right? Where you the and Tate's just really good at that middle of the field, especially if Ingram's not playing. So I like him, especially in PPR. Wouldn't be as ecstatic about him in a standard league. And my sit is David Montgomery. Um, and I might change my mind on him, but he clearly wasn't 100 percent last game, right? You saw that? He didn't get all, all the carries, he just didn't look yeah yeah it just didn't look right. So my man's already struggling as is and not doing great. If he's not 100 percent, no thanks. no thank you whatsoever. So check the practice report today. I didn't see anything with him on there, but it's just a uh, bad vibes man. Bad vibes for me with him, so I'm going to sit him and look elsewhere if I can. Up next is the Trash Bowl of Trash Bowl games. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers going into Cincinnati. I've got Cincinnati winning this game, by the way. They're getting win number one. I mean, you've got no Connor, no Juju. They're, what, two offensive linemen are suspended. Like Cincinnati's defense played okay versus the Raiders. Um so that that's my thoughts there. So speaking of this start and sit, who do you got?
1: Yeah, so I think that Mixon is returning to definitely returning to form. And you're right, i the, they're going to look to get their best player at the ball. So I I do think that that Mixon is a start for me. And then again for a lot of the reasons you mentioned, I'll sit Mason Rudolph. Uh he's, the guy just he's not it oh. he's not it. So uh, I'll sit him.
0: All right, for me, my start is going to be uh, James Washington. I actually think he's going to have a good week, and the reason why is I don't think they're going to be able to run at all. If there's anybody besides Mixon that I want in this game, it's going to be Jalen Samuels in a PPR, and it's going to be James Washington in either. I think that they're going to have fantasy-relevant days because that will probably be all 180 of the yards that Mason Rudolph throws will be to those two guys, probably. And um, my sit is going to be, just like I said, the Pittsburgh running backs, with the exception of Samuels. Samuels isn't really a running back. He's out there. He's running the ball like three times, and they're giving it to Edmonds and Benny Snell practicing full today, so he'll be in. Not feeling it. I know you can make adjustments in the NFL, but I just – Stack the box, man. Make him pass. He's not. He's not beating you in the air. You know Mason's not. So I think that's what uh, I think that's what Cincy will do. Up next, we have Miami going into Cleveland. What are you thinking about this one? Oh yeah, I think I think it's finally the Odell Beckham breakout game. Yes, um, let's go. Week twelve, been, baby.
1: He's been heavily targeted. He's uh, he's up there in the I think in the league in targets. And it's just, he's gotten really good defenses he's had to play against, and Baker has been great. But Rashad Jones was just put on the practice, was just put on the injured reserve. Like, that team is protecting all their valuable assets. So they've got nothing to lose, and their defense is just a a shell of what it once was. So I do think this is finally the Odell Odell Beckham breakout game. And honestly, start all your Browns. If Njoku plays, start him. get, Get them all out on the field. And uh, I'll, sit, I'll sit nobody. I mean, I'd sit like Caleb Bellage or Patrick Laird. But I don't think you're uh, – outside of that, I don't think like there's anyone really that, that's suitable.
0: Okay. I like it, man. For me, my start is going to be Devontae Parker. Man, uh, he got it done versus the Bills last week, and he just continues yeah. to get it done. Since week four, he hasn't finished below wide receiver 36, man that is, is a baller. that is great that is an instant set it and forget it flex play and if you are super running back heavy and weaker at the receiver that is a decent floor wide receiver too so get him in your lineup he's just gonna keep getting it done and his matchups by the way get pretty good too after this week and uh i'm gonna sit see i i'm gonna sit in joku if he's cleared uh my sit, though, with him came before they said he's probably not going to play today. So uh, it doesn't look like he will, but I think it limited snaps if so. And I think that there's other tight ends that are getting more play that I'd rather go to this week. I do like Njoku moving forward, but uh, just not this week. Not my guy. Uh, Carolina and New Orleans. Man, Carolina, what has happened? They suck. Like they can't, They can't score points, man. My boy Sly, who looked like the best kicker in the league, isn't even getting able isn't even able to kick field goals anymore. Um, what do you think on this game, Carolina and New Orleans?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I just could not believe. I couldn't believe that they like they put Cam on the IR. Like I, from what I was hearing, like he there, he did not need to go on the IR, and it was more like a vote of confidence in Kyle Allen. Right. And I thought that was absurd. The fact that he had played like pretty well against five like five mediocre teams and like won a few games, I thought it was crazy. And like even if you're trying to get rid of Cam, like honestly, just run, like they were so successful in their Super Bowl run because they ran the ball with Cam. So I don't I don't see why you get like one more good year out of Cam and then like let him walk or cut him. Like it made no sense to me. But that's my rant about the Panthers. Um, that being said. I think Kyle Allen's at, at his best when he's getting Curtis on the ball, so I'll start Curtis Samuel because I think that the coaching staff will look to get him get him more involved in the offense as one of his top guys, and then uh, I'll sit Jared Cook, um, just because I think that he's looked pretty decent uh, with Breeze back and since he's come back, but uh, he only had two catches last game. One was a touchdown, and. The defense is actually pretty good against uh, tight ends. They're, like, top two defensively. So I would love to sit Jared
0: Cook. All right. I dig it. We have the exact same starts and sits for this game, my friend. <laughs> I'm also going to start Samuel for the same reason. Like, it's no no coincidence that they got killed the last two games and Samuel didn't have targets. I mean, he did get a touchdown versus the Packers, but other than that, it was nothing, Right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dude, dude needs targets. Like I get it, man. DJ Moore is good and deserves targets. But come on, fifteen targets to DJ Moore and you're throwing to my boy four times. Come on, man. He he's a burner, and you gotta you gotta you gotta spread it around. You got to. And my sit is also Cook. I'm not a Cook guy. I mean, he had what one catch for a touchdown last week. That's it.
1: I just yeah two two thirty three and a I thought Sean out
0: think. If you're still alive and Cook is on your team, look for one of these upside guys and move on. It's just that that team just Evers and Jimmy Graham, the tight ends just it's just not it on the Saints. So look look elsewhere. In my opinion, Oakland going to New York. This is a trap game for Oakland like I've ever like I've never seen. Uh, they're coming off big wins. Uh, they're in, they are in. could still possibly win their division. And the problem is, this is a West Coast team going to New York, and New York's kind of hot right now, and this game's at noon. So I actually got some funky, funky vibes for the Raiders in this one. Start and sit. Who do you like in this game?
1: I'll start Ryan Griffin.
0: Oh, okay.
1: He, um, it's weird, because I think the Jets are actually starting to play pretty well. And... When they play well, Ryan Griffin is playing well, and the Rangers defense isn't great. So for all those factors, I think I'm going to end up starting Ryan Griffin. And my sit will be Robbie Anderson. Just like for whatever – he's caught a touchdown and not
0: made me happy. But yeah. that was his only target for the game, I'm pretty sure, or
1: only catch. He has hasn't been involved in the offense. And I really don't think you can trust him until you really see Sam give him the ball multiple games. So I'll send him.
0: Okay, I like it. My start is going to be Sam Darnold. I like Sam Darnold this week. <coughs> I would uh, call me crazy, but I would start Sam Darnold over Baker Mayfield this week versus the Dolphins. That's, You're crazy. Uh, that's ballsy. It's ballsy. I know. I like. I like Sammy D this week. And my sit is going to be Carr actually for obvious. I just I'm not feeling it, man. Carr Carr's delivered a little bit. I think. This, you want him for the Chiefs game. I think that's going to be a good one, but I'm just not feeling this game for the Raiders. For whatever reason, um, I would look elsewhere personally. I just, I, the Jets are playing good right now, man. I just, cars cars do for a stinker. It happens to the man. So especially if you rattle him and you get up in his face a little bit. So uh, we have Detroit going to Washington. Uh, the <laughs> Boy, this is a fun game. Boy, I can't wait! I'm glad this wasn't flexed to Sunday Night Football, right? Um, oh my god! Who are we starting and sitting in this game?
1: Um, uh, sadly the Eagles got flexed out, and I'm going to the game. Okay, but that's either here or there. Um, the I'm starting Kenny Galladay. You were obviously disappointed last week with one catch, but the Redskins defense—that's all I have to say. Really, um, uh, was bad, and I will sit post um, it's not like any testimony to the Redskins defense, but I don't know. I think that he's not like he's big and strong and I think he can definitely get a goal line carry, but I think just between McKissick and Ty Johnson, they're just better players in general. So I'd be like a little worried starting Bo Scarborough.
0: Well, I would say to, to defend my man Bo a little bit, I would say that he has, it, let's depend depending on what's going with your roster. He probably has a four point floor and legit like a nine point ceiling. Like forty yards, I think you can pencil it in. And he probably has like a 025 percent chance of getting a touchdown if they get on the goal line. So yeah,
1: yeah. But that's
0: not, that's obviously you want better than that. That's not good yeah, enough. Yeah,
1: like, exactly. I don't want to like don't go crazy and start him over like any other guys who you normally start.
0: Right. Like if I'm in a if I'm in a, a standard <laughs> scoring league that's not PPR, I think I like Bo <laughs> in, in a floor like that as a flex, possibly depending on who I'm playing. Right. But uh, in PPR, yeah, he's it's it's a rough it's it's a rough rough go right there. Um, for me, I'm going to start Geis. Uh, Adrian Peterson did not practice today. Now I know it's a Veteran Day. I know that it's Wednesday, but I'm hearing rumblings that he might not play this week. We'll know more Friday. But Geis is just only going to get more snaps. See that nice run? I dig it, man. I'm going to start him. And my sit is also a recommend to please drop get. T.J. Hawkinson, off your team if he's there. (laughs) Do not start him. Last week was it. It, it, The last two weeks were the ultimately great matchups. Two teams that give up tons of yards to tight ends and he didn't deliver. Move on. Don't be trapped again. I don't care if they play Arizona four weeks in a row. Stay away. No more Hawk. No more. Um, Now, on to Philly. We have Seattle coming off a bye into Philly. This is a noon game, right? Right.
1: Yeah, I mean it was like It was supposed to be an eight twenty-five or you know a Sunday night game, and it got
0: changed. So that sucks. Wow, it's that's a disadvantage for Seattle being on rest for so long and then having to go travel and have a noon game. Yeah, um, it's so that's So that's an advantage for Philly. It looks like uh, Jeffrey might be playing this week. Is what I'm hearing. Maybe, possibly. Don't know. Yeah. So who are we starting and who are we sitting here, Lee? Yeah, so what I was gonna say was if Alshon plays, he's my start. Okay. Because I don't you can you could tell
1: by in the Patriots game he was sorely missed. Uh the Eagles pass catchers just were not getting open, We're not catching catching passes. Wentz wasn't super sharp either, but all the blame definitely wasn't on him. Like that, that Aguilar catch in the end zone, like killed me. Could not believe he couldn't adjust and catch that ball. But <laughs> uh, a really talented player and and the Seahawks' pass defense is not good. So, And then I'll start, I mean, I'll sit Jacob Hollister. Um, he's been coming on as of late, and um, while he looks like a preferred target of Russell Wilson, the Eagles' pass defense looks pretty improved, actually, recently. And um, just throughout the whole season in general, they've been very good against tight ends. So I, I would temper your expectations for him.
0: Speaking of Eagles defense, if you're in a fantasy league that has allows you to have a defense, I would pick them up today, like literally right now, because they play Miami, Washington, and the Giants in a row, and that is extremely startable. And you really don't have to worry about streaming for three weeks. So run to the waivers and run to the waivers and do that now. That's uh, that, that would be awesome. Uh, I like your starts and sits. For me, uh, I think that Dallas Goddard's getting every week's start. I mean, man, he's a he's a good starting tight end right now. I mean, I'm looking at waivers last week and I picked Hawkinson up and started him, and Goddard was there. I should have. I mean, every week it's like I pick somebody that's not Goddard and Goddard outscores them. It's he's a start, man. He gets it done. And then my sit is going to be Josh Gordon. I just don't do it. I don't. I, don't, I, I think it's it's Metcalf, man. I know limited practice today for um, for Tyler Lockett. I still don't think he's going to play. So I, I just don't think Gordon... I, he's just, he hasn't shown that he's great at football in quite some time. So I would sit him and look elsewhere. Um, what should be a surprisingly good fantasy game is Jags going into Tennessee. What are your thoughts on this game?
1: Yeah, I think this is a... Um Maroon just said that he wants to recommit to establishing uh, Fournette. So I'm going to start Fournette. Like Not that you've really been benching him, but I think this is a a really big bounce-back game for him and a game where he can get a ton of work. And then I will sit Delaney Walker. Um, I think you should definitely pick him up because he has been a, a missing part of this offense. But I also think that he's pretty old and he gets injured a lot. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, I think you got and John New Smith has played okay so I think they're going to ease him in definitely and he's not going to get the snaps that you want him
0: to yeah and there's that other tight end that's getting more receptions than even John the, the the rookie I forget his name oh
1: Frickser? is it Firkser? Fisker,
0: Fisker Fersker Swami Samsonite something like that yeah <laughs> um, for me this is a tale of the two quarterbacks um, Foles was a little rusty last week they passed I'm a little too, too much And I know what they said about establishing the run. I'm not going to believe it unless they fire their OC. Because they weren't running the ball in Minnesota last year and they had Dalvin Cook until the guy got fired. D. Filippo. So I think Foles Foles is startable. I think you're on a run of like four games where Foles could be a fantasy championship winning quarterback for you. Um, he's one of my favorite ads right now. If he's available off the wire, I like him a lot. This game, and my sit's going to be Tannehill. Tannehill has surprisingly done very, very well, and I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. I think that's where the run game's going to be. I think the Jags defense steps up in this big game. If the Jags lose this game, this is their season pretty much. Like there's no, there's not too many more losses they can have. And uh, they lost last week, so I think they're going to step up big time. I like the Jags in this game, and I like Nick Foles, and I'm sitting Tannehill. All right. We have the last of the 3 o'clock games. It's a doozy. We have the Dallas Cowboys going into New England with the attempt to punch them in the mouth and further expose the fact you can now run on this team. What are your thoughts on this game? Who are you starting and who are you sitting?
1: Yeah, I think that... um... This could actually be a Nikhil Harry game. So I'd start him because Sanu was banged up, actually, in the game, and he hasn't practiced. He didn't practice today. Okay. And he only played about 15% of snaps. Like against the Eagles. So I do think that this is a game where Nikhil Harry can pick up some slack and uh, really prove why he was the, you know, a first-round draft pick. Okay. And uh, I'll sit Amari Cooper because Stefan Gilmore... And that's really all the explanation I'm going to give. And Cooper like Cooper, has been otherworldly to start the season, but it's kind of tapered off the past few weeks. And maybe the injury hitting him a little harder than at the beginning, or maybe it's just the result of game plan. But I, I do think that he'll get this, the Gilmore treatment.
0: All right, I'd like it. We once again have the exact same starts and sits. Whoa. I'm going to start Harry. I'm feeling it. This is the kind of receiver player under-the-radar kind of uh, thing that the Cowboys miss with their coaching. Um, he's the guy that they don't pay enough attention to because there's not enough tape on it yet. They get, they get burnt by uh, in my history of watching this coached Dallas Cowboys team. And I'm also sitting Cooper. Um, obviously, in season long, you're going to start him, right? But the reason why I say sit him, 50% of the snaps last week is all that he got on top of only playing 54% of the snaps he also just doesn't look 100% healthy and like you said Stephen Gilmore treatment he's going to be blanketed and he's he's great he's really really good and if he was 100% healthy i wouldn't i would start him without question but i'm just not feeling it right now not at all he's my man my man's banged up and i don't like seeing it uh, Sunday night football heck of a game possible NFC championship preview by the way we've got green bay Going into San Francisco, it seems like the only weakness the 49ers have are Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray, by the way. Uh, who, are we, who are we starting and who are we sitting in this one? I don't
1: know. I, I think I still think the, the, the Niners are fraud, not frauds, because their defense is legit. Right. But I don't know. I, I don't believe I don't believe in, in the team personally, but that's just a side point. Uh, I'll start MBS. Um, is he, he's playing, right? It's not yes,
0: I believe so. And not, not, I haven't heard different, so... Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Just because he has been a little quiet, and I, I do think that um, with Devontae back, with the talent in the backfield, that... I, I think that they'll, they'll look to get him more involved in the passing game, um, especially as a, a kind of deep threat to take the top off the defense. And then... I'll sit Jamal Williams just because I don't know him and Aaron Jones have both been kind of touchdown dependent. Like I'm not gonna lie, despite my love for Aaron Jones, right? Um, but Jones is just on the on the field more often, and he also uh, gets more work, gets more touches. So I think you've kind of been lulled into the fact that Jamal Williams scores every week, scores every week, and then you've kind of forgotten the fact that. He has a decently low floor when he doesn't score a touchdown. Right. So, um, yeah, and I, that, that, that's what I'll say.
0: Okay. For me, um, coming off two bad games, <laughs> I think that uh, Coleman is going to step up and be fantasy relevant during this game. So I know that after the two games that you've just got, like four and six and eight points, really three games actually, you're probably yeah. looking at Coleman and like, man, can I even start this guy? I thought he was going to be an RB1. Now he's like, can I even flex him? I think uh, Green Bay can be run on. We've seen it, so I think you can deploy with confidence. And my sit is also going to be Jamal Williams for the exact same reason. San Francisco's D is very good. I don't think they're going to give up enough, give up enough yards to make two running backs have startable days. Personally, that's uh, not. I'm just not feeling it. If 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 the Packers stand a chance, it's going to be with Aaron Rodgers in the air. Period. And that's why I like San Francisco in this game because I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, with the exception of maybe a big play or so, so uh, yes, temper your expectation, your expectations, excuse me, for that. And then, last but not least, we have the Ravens on Monday Night Football going into LA playing the Rams. This will be a fun one, man. Who do you uh, who do you like? Who'll be starting and sitting in this game?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll start Brandon Cooks because I think that he's been sorely missed in this offense in his absence, and I think that. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot against the Ravens because they're going to be down. So I think that the main beneficiary is probably Cooks, um, despite I think also Cooper Coppola on the bounce back game. Um, despite that, I'll sit Jared Goff because, I, again, I don't think he's a good quarterback. And I think that because they're probably going to have to throw the ball a lot, it's also going to lead to some turnovers.
0: Absolutely. So I'll sit I like it. For me, um, my start is kind of just a proclamation of I think that he's back, and that's Todd Gurley. Um, I think that, like, for your reasoning of starting Brandon Cooks, I think that McVeigh is starting to simplify the offense a little bit and realize that I need to give the guys that got me to the Super Bowl last year the ball. Right? Like, Todd Gurley can handle, like, we need need to stop this cute stuff. We just need to pound it, and he looked good. So I think Gurley is going to have another good game. Um, as long as the workload is there. And my sit's Hollywood Brown. um, Not feeling it, man. He is too, too much boom. It's two points or it's 20, it seems. Uh, Too much, too much boom for me, especially this week and then at San Francisco next week. Um, Unfortunately, I'm not feeling it at all. That is my thoughts on the Hollywood. Like him as a player, and I'll be rooting for the Ravens, but I'm just not, not feeling it, my man. So that is it. Week 12 is locked in, my man. We did good. I think we did real yes, good. Yes, sir. Any uh, closing statements for our listeners?
1: Uh no, just uh I still believe in Andy Isabella. I, I'm not gonna ever know when he's gonna break out, but it will happen. That's all I'll say.
0: <laughs> Andy Isabella or bust. Let's go. Love that man. All right, so this is a Creator Rank podcast. Please follow us on the interweb. Uh, you can find Lee at Dynasty Dingo, me at Tech Mozak create a rank at create a rank, looky there. And by the way, the last 10 minutes of this pod, if you sort of hear heavy breathing, it's not because I'm overweight or got really excited about what we're talking about. My English Bulldog slipped into the room and she's sitting underneath me and she <laughs> snores and breathes really, really loud. So that's what's going on there. So that is lineup locked for this week. 12 is locked in. Let's win. Let's go. The playoff push is here. Yes, sir. Peace. Line up. Line up. Locked. Hot, hot! Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Are you ready for some football? Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready! And lock, and lock it, it in.